0: Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. This is your host, Josh Schneps. Today, I'm happy to have on the show Wilma Alonzo, who's the executive director of the Fordham Road Bid. Wilma began her career on Fordham Road in 1995 at the Bronx Council for Economic Development. As the executive director there, she helped establish the Fordham Road Bid in 2005. Since then, she has had a long been considered the heart and soul of the organization and is known across the city as a fierce advocate of the neighborhood. Wilma is the architect behind many of the economic, social and capital improvements that have occurred on Fordham Road. For those who might not know, Fordham Road is not far from the Harlem River and is just a few blocks away from the famous Arthur Avenue. Wilma's leadership, resourcefulness, partnerships and creativity continue to be the driving force Behind the Direction of the Fordham Road Bid. Wilma, it's definitely bids like yours that are so important in helping to influence policies and improve the lives of New Yorkers and to make this city even stronger now that we need it. So it's great to have you on the show. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So share a little bit about your role and the role of the Fordham bid.
1: So the role of the Fordham bid, in a summary, will be we are here to make businesses thrive. That's what we we are here for. Support the businesses, support the district, for the businesses to thrive and to grow and to attract different type of stores on Fort Road.
0: So it's been quite a year. And I think, you know, there's some positive news of the economy opening back up, life slowly getting back to normal. But share a little bit about what the current state of your area looks like and feels like in this post-pandemic time.
1: I think that uh, during the pandemic, Fortin Road was like open to business. We have to say that. I think that uh, that was the difference between other neighborhoods that went through, you know, shutdown and businesses were closed. Fortin Road, we have a lot of businesses that were open during the pandemic. We have over 300 businesses, and 75 were essential right away that were expanded as the list of essential businesses were expanded too. So, And I think that is important for the conversation to create the the frame. People can position themselves in the middle of like a district where it's surrounded by hospitals, supermarkets, Mm. you know, transportation, you know, so, and as we know, a lot of, of the residents in the Bronx, they are um, essential workers. So, It was uh, uh, a need and the businesses know about it, so that's why they provide the service. But in terms of the post-pandemic, I think that we have been blessed. You know, all our businesses came back. We have a 3% vacancy rate that was before, during, and after the pandemic. That's amazing. And uh, we have even stores that came to the district during the pandemic like something like Krispy Kreme that was the light of the pandemic everybody was lining up to get Krispy Kreme (laughs) you know it's like we have Target coming to the district and we have other stores that are in the pipeline so that tells a lot about the district the, the leadership but also the membership you know This is a a team effort, not just for just the businesses, but also the property owners, you know, it's like address the need of the residents. So right now the situation that we are facing is more into the lack of city enforcement.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about though, the, the vacancy rate, because I mean, it's extraordinarily low to be at only 3%. So I have to assume that some of that is businesses that are have the ability to operate um, during the pandemic. Part of it may be businesses that have a longer term cash flow outlook, but I would also assume that some of the landlords work with the tenants. Is there anything you could talk to in terms of that, just getting a better picture of how that vacancy rate was kept so low?
1: Yes. For sure, there is an active relationship between the property owners and the merchants. and so The turnaround in terms of uh, vacancies is is very low and i think it's a matter of foot and road is a prime shopping destination and most of our stores have been on foot and road for a long time so the turnaround when it comes to the big retailers coming back into the district is more like some of the uh small business has been relocated but they are still in the district okay. so yes it has been i think it is it's it's a it's a team effort the commitment between the property owners to keep and give the flexibility to businesses through the pandemic is obvious but i think that it's important to say that a lot has been said about tenants property owners supporting tenants but i think that we also have to keep in mind that property owners have mortgages to pay sure. you know it's like in order to keep a building running you have to pay electricity, you have to pay the utilities, you have to pay a lot of things too. So what I'm saying is like, we have to frame the conversation uh, into, yes, businesses has been talking to the landlords, landlords have been giving some concessions to the businesses, but also we have to keep in mind that property owners need to keep paying the mortgage, paying the city taxes in order for us to keep doing the greatest things that we're doing in the city, that is support our businesses.
0: So, you know, you, you and other bids around the city play a really a critical role in terms of, you know, their thoroughfares. What would you say are some of your top priorities right now in terms of supporting um, your district?
1: I think the main will be addressing the quality of life issues, bringing back city enforcement when it comes to certain quality of life issues like on license vending, addressing uh, graffiti removal, addressing, you know, crime, talking about homelessness, encampments, you know, things of that nature Mm -hmm. that really impact the district and adding different kind of like elements to the atmosphere when you are walking the district. You know, uh, of course we have been in the pandemic if everything was like pulled off in terms of like city enforcement and, inspections and things like that so we have to think that there are a lot of things out of control on the sidewalks but we need to go back to rules and regulations and make sure that we do the right thing and that everybody follows the law
0: you' mentioned street vending it's it's a big issue you know in your district but also throughout the whole city um, there's been new legislation that have allowed certain vending on streets. But talk through specifically what you're seeing in terms of unauthorized vending and what you know what you see as um, what needs to get done.
1: Now that you mentioned the recently passed legislation in regards to street vending, you know, we understand that street vending is part of the fabric of the city, right? There are potential entrepreneurs that can open up a, a, a store of one road. They decide to and choose to. But but I think that what we are seeing on um, Ford and Vero at this point, it's not so relevant to the legislation. It's more, and the system is, and the, it's more like a public safety crisis. So uh, it's like everything together besides a ben- license vending that create an issue. So, but what we have seen in the district is more like we have, foot and road is our zero visibility zone let's just start from there that means that there are many streets designated on this under that um designation what it does is like is dinner merchandise vending is not allowed but that also applies to businesses meaning no one can have anything on the sidewalk mm-hmm. so i uh, started from that premise so we are not supposed to have any general vendors on Fordham and Road. And, um, and unfortunately we have tons of vendors. We have been very vocal about our position for vending. We have been supportive. We wanted to think out of the box. We know that the system was broken. We know that it's, it's unfair, but we need to look for a, not just one size fits all solution because not every neighborhood react and get impacted in the same way for for vending, right? So, but on Fordham Road, we have been counting and taking tallies of the amount of vendors that we have. We have 230 something storefronts.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And in any given day, we can have 340 vendors. Wow. We are talking about, let me just uh, explain that number. It's not just street vendors include Anything that is happening on the sidewalk, meaning uh, COVID testing, with a tent blocking a bus lane, insurance companies doing outreach on the sidewalk, and the street vendors, unlicensed street vendors, we count everything. We are taking tallies of how many, how many tables, how many chairs, how many umbrellas are on the sidewalk. You know things like that because it's important to keep the conversation frame to space and the use of sidewalk that I think is 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 the main element that we need to discuss here. Sidewalk use has changed throughout the last 10 years. Before it was like a uh, just plain space for people to travel on the on the strip. Now you have benches, trash cans, signage, you know, it's like uh, newsstands. You know, you have a lot of elements and we need to keep some sort of like a roadway map on how pedestrians walk and how much space we have for other things to be happening on the sidewalk.
0: Do You think this is a legislation issue or just really is the enforcement of the law that needs to take place?
1: Well, there are two two elements, right? If if you look at the condition that we have right now for a road, it's an enforcement issue. But when it comes to the legislation, it's just creating the right path for the future for street vendors to be following a specific laws and regulations that everybody understands. You know, it's like, I think that having a cap for 20 something years on licenses is, is unfair too. You know, it's like, we, we have to be fair at this point. We just we just realized that we are more connected than we think, right? Through mm-hmm. the pandemic, whatever happened to me affected you. So we need to be mindful about doing things together, but it's okay. You don't need to agree, fully agree on things, but we need to work together. And I think that that's, that's what we are open to do. We, we have been coming on record saying we wanted to work with the city. We wanted to work with a street vendor project. We wanted to come up with innovative ideas that it will address the issue in the future. Nothing can be done right away.
0: Well, hopefully uh, our new mayors and new uh, city council leaders will be listening. Is there anything else that you would want them to know or from a local level of what you're looking and hearing from these local businesses?
1: What I want to say is that our businesses are resilient. Fort and Row is a major uh, shopping destination in the borough. is the largest shopping district in the Bronx, and we, the outreach goes to even other boroughs. People from Brooklyn, uh, Staten Island, you know, it's like from different boroughs, from different states, come to Fort and Row to shop. So I wanted to say that it is important for us to have an agenda that we can discuss and we are ready. As soon as you're in office, we're going to be there to start having conversations about how to better our community and make sure that our businesses deserve the attention that they are, has been asking for a long time.
0: I love it. Well, you talked a little bit about the new businesses that have been opening even during COVID. And um, I think you mentioned Target's gonna be coming later this year and there's a, a food fair, Fresh Market. What are you hearing that's driving these businesses to take the risk and open during this difficult time?
1: Well, success, you mm-hmm. know, Ford and Road is a very good place to open a business. I think that um, is a major, uh, like I said, shopping destination for, throughout the years. It's like everybody knows Ford and Road for shopping. So, uh, so I think that that is one of the main factors Two, I think that through the years that we have been in the system, the bid has been able to put Forna Road on the map. And I think that property owners also have been getting their fair share of like um, uh, being able to add value to their properties and also their location. So it's a no brainer, you know, for us to have now uh, different type of like diverse national chain stores uh, very different than when it was like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we have Old Navy, we have Best Buy, we have Walgreens, we have Macy's, we have Target coming. You know, it is it is a lot of things that just show how if you persist doing work, good work, you you get a It's a payback at the end of the day.
0: I love to hear it. Talk to our listeners a little bit about um initiatives and programming that you have to be able to drive visitors to the neighborhood.
1: Our main engine to attract people has been outdoor events. Mm-hmm. And uh unfortunately through the pandemic last year all those events were put a pause. But we have we have done a lot of good things, I will call it crazy things. You know, it's like we 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 brought a zip lining to Foreign Road. You wow. know, we have like like bringing the beach to Fordham Road. So we put like sand and water on Fordham. You nice. know, I, I think that I wanted to say that those outdoor events has been specifically planned to add different layers of activities to Fordham Road because, mm-hmm. you know, a shopping destination is a shopping destination, but to attract people for other reasons we need to go way out of the board and we wanted our local residents to experience what all the residents experience in other boroughs. So if like we have the, like I mentioned, the sick lining, the water uh, event, we do our festival every year that attract a lot of people. And now also for the last four years, we have been hosting the Bronx Night Market that at Fordham Plaza that has been a huge success as well. Yeah, yeah. So so it has been, you know, uh, the last four years has been a great amount of years in terms of Fordham Road being on the map, being attracting different type of people and expanding the reach to to show that we have, you can come to Fordham for more than one reason. So that's I feel is that what is important to add a different type of layers and attract different type of peoples to ex- experience Point of Road in the full glory.
0: I love it. Marco's a friend from the Bronx Night Market. And he's been talking about how it's just- I know, right? Thing. He's such a
1: cool person.
0: Yes, he's done a great job, you know, integrating that into the community, working with the community.
1: He has a heart, heart of gold. He, yeah. he really put a lot of work into the Bronx Night Market. And, you know, I cannot be any happier, you know, it's as as in my district, you know, the first one in the Bronx.
0: Well, like you were talking about, it's driving, you know, people to the area and being creative with uh, different ideas and programming.
1: Exactly. That's, and and I think that expecting different things is important. Having not planned activities, they are already being done in other neighborhoods, but adding a twist. Yes. People love that.
0: So with your bid hat on, I know you can't play favorites. But I do have to ask you, because you know the community probably as good as anybody, what are some of your favorite businesses, whether it be restaurants or um, shopping destinations or just other places to go to? What what, what can you uh, share with our listeners is uh, something they can't miss if they're going to come to Fordham Road? Hmm. Oh, that's a predicament.
1: I think that one of the main major highlights in our district are the sneaker stores right for those like sneaker lovers you know (laughs) coming to Fort and row is the is is the the place because you can get the new releases you know the whole urban trending you know fashion you know so i think that that is without mentioning any names
0: no okay you know i
1: will i will go with categories of stores i think that the sneaker stores are the favorite. I know that jewelry stores are also uh, a big ba- a big draw here on Fortin Road too. But I but but I think that besides those two, I have to say that Saturdays and Sundays now are Fortin Plaza with the Bronstein Market and the upcoming Fortin Flea, you can eat and then go up and explore Fortin Road and do some shopping.
0: Talk to me about the year ahead. What do you see in terms of the future of Fordham Road and the community at large coming out of the pandemic?
1: I see a bright future. I see us becoming stronger, businesses becoming wiser. I think that um, one of the things that we have learned is like, we wanted to work more hand in hand with businesses when it comes to getting prepared for the next step. And the next step is like exploring, having e-commerce element Mm -hmm. for the small businesses they can start small they don't they don't need to have the entire inventory on e-commerce but if it is something that we have learned is that uh, having those kind of different avenues and different arms to do business is always always help so we are in the process of creating some sort of like trainings and ability to connect e-commerce to establish small establishments. And even exploring if we can be conduit, you know, it's like, so we can get a better rate for our small businesses. You know, it's like, we need to start talking about those things and being able to have uh, a presence online and having social media uh, platforms, you know? And so, so I think that our businesses, uh, the business model has changed And we want it to be uh, helpful into adding specific steps that they can do one by one. We don't want it to go like, oh, well, you need to have the entire inventory. We need to train them to go step by step so it's something more sustainable in case that something happens. So I think that the future, it will be uh, great. I think that we need to make sure that we walk the walk with the businesses and provide them the information and the training that they need. Because the rest, when it comes to promoting the district and advocating for the district, we have a lot of leadership, and the bid is like connected and plugged into doing that um, in, a, in a very uh, smart way to bring what the community deserve and to make sure that elected officials on <laughs> in their back in their in their positions meaning after the election we're we're ready we're ready for you we're going to be here as like with a full agenda and be and having full of ideas to discuss to make our district even better
0: i love it Wilma, thank you so much for being on schnep's connects you know it's really you know amazing to hear what you do for Fordham Road, the Bronx, and it's people like you that make this city great. So thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe to Schneps Connects wherever you get your podcasts or stream us online at podcast.schnepsmedia.com.